Hello, 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 and welcome to the To Be Honest podcast, where Tuesday is Truth Day and Jesus is Lord. I am your host, Bray DeWalt. I am a child of the King of the Most High God. I'm a wife, a mother, and a minister, and of the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. And I'm so thankful to be here today. So thankful that you are took time out of your day to listen to what God is saying through me. Amen. Amen. So today I'm excited because I have my girl, <laughs> an awesome woman of God, Yolanda Pender, is in the building. On Zoom, but she here. Hallelujah. I'm just so thankful. She is an amazing woman of God, just an amazing woman. I mean, she is just so oh, full of life, so bubbly, and just <laughs> power packed. I mean, you know, you might look down and, and walk away and be like, Man, she cut me. I didn't even realize I. Welcome, 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 Yolanda. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What a blessing. (laughs) I'm excited. Amen. Amen. Her and her husband have a church out in Greenville, South Carolina. And um, they're just, like I said, they're an amazing couple. They're in, and she's an amazing powerhouse, period. So I'm just excited for her to be here today. And so, yes. You know, last week I talked a little bit about, I said, you know, here it is, you know, it's okay. It doesn't matter as long as Christ is being preached, right? As long as we're preaching the gospel. And so here we were, here I was talking about the music industry and how it impacts the Christians and and impacts us in that way and how, you know, some people, they do collaborations. I said smashes, but you know how they do collaborations with, you know, uh, other artists, secular artists. And, you know, a lot of Christians have a problem with that, but I led with that testimony, you know, where God met me right there, listening to MC Hammer saying, do not pass me by. And, and, and what that did for me as a non-believer listening to his music really got my mind ready to hear what God had to say when I did get saved. So we, we knock things too many times thinking that God can't use people um, even <laughs> even secular artists to bring people to Christ. So um, here's the thing in Philippians 118. Now you can read Philippians 115 to 119, but 18 is actually my key scripture. And it says, but that doesn't matter whether their motives are false or genuine. The message about Christ is preached either way, is being preached either way. So I rejoice and I will continue to rejoice. Hallelujah. So Yolanda, when you heard that, what exactly, you know, ran through your mind when you heard that, when when you were listening to the podcast? (laughs) Well, first, (laughs) actually, I was like, you know, this is my spiritual sister for real. My sister from another mother. Because, yeah, I was like, I had the same kind of, you know, feel that, wait, well, am I supposed to listen to this? But I, it brought me to cry, you know. Amen. I like music. Amen. I like music. <laughs> and so music calms the soul. And I, my first thoughts then were, you know what, I really did struggle when I heard um, Kirk Franklin, mm. uh, when he came out with, I think it was the album Stump. It was Stump, um, yeah. And 
you know, everybody was getting down. And I heard the music before I heard the words. So first I'm like, doo, doo, doo. what is that? You know, my we were, I think we were at a church picnic of all the things. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. But it made me think of back in the day, kind of moving instead of praise the Lord, kind of moving. <laughs> So I said, yes, I can see where the struggle comes in because I wrestle with that because okay. he got a lot of flack for taking those songs and doing what he did to them. And he took secular songs and added Christian spin on it where MC Hammer took Christian songs and put a little bump to them, you know? Um, so I agreed. Let's just say I agreed. And I thought you had hit on something because sometimes we want to only do it one way. And that's what came to mind. Like it was toward the end and you kept saying, but it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter if the words getting out. And I was thinking, correct. And why are we trying to box God in? We have so many examples throughout scripture where God did something totally different. Jesus did it different than how they did before. I mean, it was just different. He, he told them even sometimes, don't do that, do this. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So anyway, that's those were my initial thoughts. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, but you're right on it, and and you say this a lot. We we put God in this fine, and our you know we we think of God like how we think in our mm -hmm. finite minds, and so because our minds are small in comparison to God, and we keep trying to reduce Him down to our level Ours. of thinking. Yeah. Right. And and so it's not about our level of thinking; it's about His level of thinking, and we don't know what He would be. Right it or not now i remember listening to stomp and i was in the club at the time when that came out and i'd be like i don't think i belong here and this is, <laughs> this, this is how they do that how they play gospel music in the club okay i got to go you know oh, it must so be maybe, time for a break because we can't dance to this right <laughs> let me go us, sit down i'm telling you some of us was like okay and maybe i got up on the floor because it sounded good and then i was like to walk off the floor now because I don't think this is appropriate and so really and truthfully you know even that's still a way to draw people and I think mm -hmm. again like you going to your point we kind of limit God in how he can move right so right. I agree with you 100% and you know what other other ways that you feel like God can move where we've seen it in the Bible there's other places in the Bible that God actually talks about this yeah. Um, one of them that immediately came to mind was Genesis 26, one through six. So let me get there. And um, it's about Isaac. And God told Isaac, not, you know, I'm just saying it loosely. There was a famine in the land, Isaac, where he lived. And before he saw his father in Genesis chapter 12 and verse 10, he saw his father leave the land when there was a famine mm. so he's going to do the same thing you know <laughs> that was the pattern why am i staying in this dry desolate place let me move on to some you know prosperity place you know right. and so he was about to do that and and so it says it starts off verse one um a severe famine now struck the land as had happened before in abraham's time i'm reading out the nlt so Isaac moved to Gerar, where Abimelech, king of the Philistines, lived. Now we know our history with the Philistines and stuff, but that's where he was going. And the Lord appeared to Isaac and said, do not go down to Egypt. Because that's where Abraham went before. That's where Isaac was on his way to. Mm -hmm. 
but do as I tell you. What? <laughs> we gotta do what he said. What well, Lord, you already said. No, that's what I said for that situation. And yes, conditions are similar, but now I'm telling you to do this. So we gotta be ready to pivot and change and hear God Absolutely. and not get stuck. And, it's and almost like we in quicksand and we can't turn because wait, God, no, we got to go. <laughs> but you know, it made me think about somebody else too. It made me think about Moses because here Moses was told initially the first time when the, when, when the Israelites asked for water, he was told to strike the rock. Strike so the rock. He, he did. But now the next time God told him to speak to the rock mm -hmm. and he decided the people aren't going to believe him. And so he decided to do as he did before. And he struck the rock. Now, let me just tell you, he struck the rock again. Now, God, you know what? Because he's so awesome and because he's a gracious God, he allowed, it the, he allowed the water to flow. But what else happened? He lost his opportunity to go into the Lost his opportunity. Surely did. And, and, and we can miss our opportunity because we didn't, like you just said, we didn't listen to what God said. Now, that is really impactful, Yolanda. That just even that that whole thing where we listen and not doing as we've done before, or we're you know um, making that move to do it as we've done them before. So, whew. right. Some people get stuck. We we take scripture and we we stand on it on one way, if that makes sense. You know, and somebody will say, well, the Lord said, I am the Lord thy God and I change if not. Mm -hmm. He's still God. You are correct. But he's God and he does things differently. Amen. Amen. That's what he's, he doesn't change his character, but he does things differently. Amen. Amen. That's so good. That is so good. And, and we have to see that if you, if we go even, you know, and I don't have any scripture, scripture references right now, but even if we go to the new Testament, you know, we'll see he healed in different ways. He mm -hmm. didn't always heal the same way. And so what if we get stuck? Like, I don't know, thinking that God is going to heal by spitting on some clay. That's what we talked about earlier. <laughs> now we, we like, wait a minute. Why you didn't heal me the way uh -uh. you heal him. <laughs> Where my spit? Where, where my putty? Put on my leg. What you talking about? Just get up and walk. I, I'm waiting on the putty. <laughs> where my stuff? Jesus don't like me the same. He ain't do it for me like that. <laughs> and it's not that we're making fun, but we're just saying how many of us as Christians can honestly get stuck believing one thing when God is trying to do something different. Maybe, you know, you had a business plan and it worked for you in this order and this way down to the T and got, and you, you know, and you say, well, okay, it worked for them. Let me take their business plan and let me work it for my business. And God is saying, but that's not the plan that I have for your business. Right. But I have the plan for your business that I have for Right, I'm not doing you like that. Believe in that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I had a, a reference about the healing. Um, well, similar to that Mark 3, verses 1 through 5, where Jesus was healing on the Sabbath. And yes. guess who got upset? Not the person who got healed. They was happy. Skip to Malou happy. No, it was them Christian, them Pharisees. <laughs> yes. Well, they weren't called Christians at the time, but the, those believers supposed believers 
Okay. Mm. Let's just go with fair seasons. Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> That's the best kind of way. But they were religious leaders. We can say that. And, okay. and they were considered the religious leaders of their day, right? And right. and so, yeah, I w- I'll go with that. Okay, so we'll go with that. So they get all upset and they robes in a bunch because Jesus healed on the Sabbath. <laughs> you are right. Oh my goodness. And you're like, okay. And you know, um, if you want to go ahead and read that scripture, because I think it's important to see what even Jesus said to them at that time. Okay, when they, when they got all in the bunch. <laughs> okay, Mark. I think three, that's three. Yeah, one. one three, it says Jesus went into the synagogue again and noticed a man with a deformed hand. Since it was the Sabbath, Jesus' enemies watched him closely. Now that's where we gonna study him when okay. we think we gonna catch him. Something. Okay, if he healed the man's hand, they plan to accuse him of working on the Sabbath. Mm, mm, mm. Wow! Not being healed, not not healing somebody so they can be whole, mm. but because he went to work on the Sabbath. And Jesus said to the man with the deformed hand, "Come and stand in front of everyone." Oh. Jesus said, I'm going to put you out on the stage. We're going to show these people I am the son of God, okay? Then he turned to his critics and asked, does the law permit good deeds on the Sabbath? Or is it a day for doing evil? Okay. Is this a day to save life (laughs) or to destroy it? See? But they wouldn't answer him because when you're going to put it like that, when you put it uh uh-huh now i now i look foolish and so i'm not gonna open up my mouth and remove all doubt that used to be the same back (laughs) (laughs) so i don't want to get caught like that so i'm gonna make sure i don't do that i'm gonna make sure that i do it the way you know that god has for me to do it i think that's it but that's important to to read that for the purpose of again they had it in their mind when it was supposed to happen see sometimes it's a when sometimes it's a where sometimes it's a how and we gotta stop allowing the enemy to stick us into positions of not being able to receive the blessings that god has for us because we think it should be done one way or another come on with it come on yeah so i think that uh we can't see and now now we're kind of just moving along You're right. You know, uh, if God has the power to do however he want to do, when he's sovereign. Okay, that's the song we can take. (laughs) He's sovereign. He is. Right. And so when we say sovereign, though, do we really understand what we're saying then? So who who are we to say, no, it don't go like that, Lord. And again, we because we're telling God the way it should be. And I mean, that's just like, you know, I don't know, my microwave telling me how they gonna do. <laughs> well, you better watch it because AI intelligence, you know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we might want to be careful with that one. Okay. Cause you know, you know, they listening. <laughs> But I do think it's important and my prayer is that people don't get stuck 
stuck in that old mindset, stuck in an old way of thinking. I've heard pastors and preachers, oh, I wish it was like this time back then. But God is on a move and he's doing new things. And so we can miss God because we're sitting there waiting for the old thing to happen again. And I just believe that God is saying, not today, let's move forward. He's moving, let's move with him. Let's go, you know, chase after God and not after those those old things that we that we remember. You know, correct. It's I know you were talking about music and I, I totally agree. But as you were saying that it made me think of and I hate that every conversation had to be about 2020. But um, <laughs> the pandemic showed that there's we might need to rethink sometimes how we do business, Amen. be it at the church or an actual business in the professional realm. And so having church online it would have been no no we got to gather together which we do and we were gathered together online and sort of like our book club gathered yes we have met all kinds of people that we wouldn't have met amen unless we were online amen amen <laughs> we, we don't amen. live in the same area so people have joined that those bible discussions from all over the place amen and and, and that happened as a result of the Thank pandemic, you. right? So right. we had to think outside of the box. Right, doing something different. Doing something different. And and Jesus does the same thing. I'm not gonna do it the same way. I know you looking for it this way, but I'm doing a new thing. Shall ye not know it? That's what he tells us in his word. So I, I just want to say thank you so much, Yolanda, for even bringing that point out because, so, you know, yes, if I thought about it in the music sense, but you bringing it up and thinking about it in the overall picture, how we can get stuck. It's time for us to get unstuck, people of God. It's time for us to move forward in the things yes. of God and think about one, like she said in, in the first scripture in 26 and one through six, Genesis, um, listen to what I'm saying, <laughs> listen. And we've got to listen to what God is saying and do what God has for us to do. Amen. Yes, hark. <laughs> you go to, ahead and lead it out. Anything else you want to say before we close well, it out? I was just saying, you know, hark is to listen with the intent of obeying. So hear God, mm. obey him. Amen. Hark. So Amen. hark everyone, you know. Amen. It might not be for you, but there's all types of genres of music and it's going to bless somebody. How about we pray that it blesses somebody and brings them closer to Christ like it did my sister Bray. Amen. 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 I am so thankful to have Miss Lady Yolanda Pender on the line with us today. You know, God is so amazing. And I pray that you were blessed by what you heard. I pray that you get free, that you get unstuck. And we're not looking at those things anymore. And we're trusting in God and listening to him and that word hark. So with that intent to obey, listen with the intent to obey him. That was a good word, Yolanda. Thank you so much for coming on today. And I want to thank everyone else out there listening to the To Be Honest podcast. Remember, if you want to have a discussion, you want to, you know, send me some points, what you think, what you feel, you can reach me on the To Be Honest podcast page on Instagram, or you can reach me on uh, Facebook where Bray just praising him to walk because that's what I do. I praise him. Hallelujah. And so I want to just thank y'all and have a blessed day. Blessings upon blessings upon blessings in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. <laughs>